The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus departed from there and came to his native place, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. They said, Where did this man get all this? What kind of wisdom has been given him? What mighty deeds are wrought by his hands? Is he not the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James, and Joseph, and Judas, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his native place, and among his own kin, and in his own house. So he was not able to perform any mighty deed there, apart from curing a few sick people by laying his hands on them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. The Gospel of the Lord. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, an, it's an important uh, gospel passage as it relates to the, um, the continuing on of the, of the narrative that is being presented in the gospel of Mark. And if you don't believe me, it actually is an episode of The Chosen. No, okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> stand on my own authority here. Actually, it, and, you know, unfortunately for all of us, um, I happened to watch that episode uh, last night. Uh, before I went to bed, so um, yeah, it's a, it's it's an amazing it's an amazing little scene actually, and I will recommend the episode of of the chosen that that um, that uh, focuses on the Nazareth Manifesto, which is this and more because it brings um, uh, it br- it brings together this the synoptic accounts uh, of of that scene, Jesus's homecoming. And his, uh, his, his taking up the, the role, at least, of, uh, of preaching in the synagogue, uh, very, a very significant role. Uh, and of course, he's, he's preaching among his own town, townspeople, that basically his extended family, right? The people that he grew up with. And, uh, and he's presenting himself as someone of great significance to them, right? The guy who, the guy who grew up down the street He's, he's God's anointed. He's the Messiah of all Israel, right? He's, he's King David, but more. Yeah, and already we know in the, in the Gospel of Mark, we've had presented to us the fact that Jesus is his teaching. He's teaching with authority. Guess what? That's causing a buzz. He's healing. He's healing people. And so, and you can imagine um, just how, I'll say, how wild people are going, like how, how unsettling this feels for a great many people as, this, as Jesus and this Jesus movement is, uh, is kind of sweeping across the land and, and no one can really get uh, a foothold. And so just massive, massive questions and, and questions of, of real significance uh, related to what are we supposed to do with you? What are we supposed to do with this? And of course, Jesus perseveres in calling people to follow him, but he's starting to reveal to them what following him looks like, and they don't necessarily like it. <laughs> so there are, easy, there are some easy um, 
I don't know what, what these are. These are not accusations, but there, is, there are easy retorts to what Jesus is presenting. And you have to think, okay, he's presenting not simply the message. He's, he's the word made flesh. He's presenting himself. And he, how he presents himself and makes himself vulnerable, even to his own townspeople, in order to bring them into uh, the, the kingdom of God movement that he's bringing to life. And how he risks, not only not in risks, it happens to him, but he risks their rejection. Uh, he risks the breaking of the bonds of, of friendship and family in order to communicate to them the reality of what God is doing as him and in him and through him. And yeah, it doesn't go that it doesn't go that well for him, right? Where did this man get all this? What kind of wisdom has been given him? You know, we know we know that he uh, um, we know that he's not trained for this. You know, we know he's not a rabbi except by his own assertion. That's dangerous enough, right? But then to be a prophet, someone who's curing people and the rest, this is this is all out of control, right? What mighty deeds? What mighty deeds, Jesus? Wrought by your hands. There's an there's there's um, a ring of scorn in these words, yeah. And then of course the accusations. He's isn't isn't he the carpenter? Isn't he the carpenter? So just imagine the last. And I look. I love people who work with their hands. Okay, but just imagine the last handyman you had. You know, fix something in your house. That guy's the Messiah. That guy is the Messiah. Uh, maybe if you go down real deep, right? But you're not necessarily inclined, especially when, especially because the Messiah is the one that God puts at the head of his renewal movement, and you're going to have to follow him. Yeah, I'm not sure that we're ready to follow the carpenter, right? But he's at the head of the renewal movement. He's the one. Now, the, the real point of, of controversy in the Nazareth Manifesto, we don't, we don't get it so much in this particular passage, but the real controversy of it is that Jesus is talking about a renewed Israel that lives so as to be a light to the world. And, okay, renewed Israel as Israelites, we're happy with that. That, that goes quite, that goes, that fits nicely with, with our own agenda to be, you know, God's beloved and prosperous people. Um, but how about vengeance against the people who are currently oppressing us? Now, we saw that, the, the scene of Jesus driving legion into the pigs, right? We anticipate that Jesus is ready to push Rome into oblivion, right? And as, as the Messiah, we want him to do it. And here he says, actually, that's not the way it's going to go. We, we are tasked with a, with a challenge greater than the defeat of Rome by military might. You know, we're going to defeat them by the love of God. We're, go we're going to love them into God's plan. And you say, for us, that might sound, I hope that sounds great. <laughs> but, but for them, I don't think so. Right? No, just drive them into the sea, actually, and then we'll, we'll figure it out after. You know, once we've gotten rid of our enemies, then we'll figure out what, you know, what, what it is, you know, what kind of ethic we're supposed to live by. And what. No, no, that starts now. That starts now. So have to live for the other now. And, um, and, and I understand, and here, right, Jesus, the, the, of course he knows this is, this is the, his stiffest challenge yet. And he's been curing people. 
right? He's been curing people. He's been preaching the rest. This, this is his stiffest challenge yet, is how to, how to turn the heart of a people away from themselves, self-interest, you know, self-aggrandizement, uh, even, even uh, self-protection, like, because there's the other side of that. Um, and move, move them to, uh, to live more fully for the other and to see that, that God has called them into, uh, into life, into being, uh, as a people, yes, uh, beloved and, and uh, particularly um, his own, God's own people, and how he's called them into being so that they could be more totally uh, for the other. And of course, then this is you know, here at the point of rejection. But hopefully here and now, in our midst, as the word is proclaimed, we can pick up, we can pick up that great and challenging call. We can recognize that, um, that this, this, in fact, is the movement that Jesus was trying to enact in his, in his hometown and could not for, lack, for, for their lack of faith. But in us now can be inspired a faith uh, that, that wants nothing more than to trust and follow Jesus in all things, knowing that it's the most difficult thing to love our enemies, right? But yet, he's doing it, and he's, make, he's done it, and he's won that victory, and he's making it possible for us uh, to win that victory uh, where we are right now. So, of course, again, Jesus at the center. He is, he is God's anointed king. He is the head of God's at the head of God's renewal movement, and it's, and it's ours to follow him in all things. He is then affecting, and look, we come, we, we come here today as every day to, to give ourselves in dedicated offering to God the Father through and within in Christ Jesus. Right? This, is, this, is the, uh, this it's the sacrament of our renewal. This is the activity, uh, the action that brings about our renewal. This is where we trust and follow Jesus. We're being made uh, fit to praise God with full heart, with full voice. And, and so to, uh, to live out in a, in a quite radical way, uh, service of him wherever it is we are. But yeah, here, Jesus, Jesus at the head of not only his movement, but he's, he's at the head of my heart and my life. He's leading the way. Everything, everything I have, everything I am, I'm entrusting to him. I'm going wherever he goes. So that, not, not so that I might win the great victories, but that he might win it in me. And if he just wins it in me, the, um, an increase in the capacity to love in the face of opposition, fantastic. If there's no other effect in the world, then an increase in us, in our capacity to love in the face of opposition, He's doing quite a lot already. Uh, pray, God he, pray God he does more. But it has to be at least that. Because he's renewing us in the image and likeness of God. And he is the perfect image. He, is, you know, he, he, he shows us what it means to be made in the image and likeness of God. He's making us like him. He's, he's bringing our hearts into close contact with his so that they can beat right the same, the same beat, the same rhythm, the same and the, uh, the growing to the same capacity um, uh, and uh, and uh, beating with with the same with the same love, uh, the fire of of divine charity uh, that He breathes into us again anew today.